This is the Significant Man Recharge Show. I'm your host, Warren Peterson. We're Christian men who talk about the important topics that matter in life. We're men who live in this world, but are not of this world. You know your life can be busy, noisy, and chaotic. This is the show for you to get renewed, restored, and to recharge. So let's get started. different show for you guys this week. This is something I like to share every year. This week is Thanksgiving here in the United States, and I want to share with you some thoughts, some ideas, something for you to think about that you might not have thought of before. Now, when it comes to Thanksgiving, there are some pretty standard themes that get talked about, and they're all good themes like be thankful or how to practice gratitude or appreciate being blessed and so on. There's nothing wrong with those ideas, but I want to talk with you today from a different perspective. I want to talk with you about your attitude. There are very few things that have a bigger impact on the quality of your life and on your daily interaction with others other than your attitude. There's not much that will change the way you view yourself, others, and the world around you other than your attitude and your worldview. This applies to both your positive attitude and your negative attitude. And with the news that we get hit with every day, it's seeming easier and easier to end up with a critical view of others and looking for the negative aspects of our daily encounters. So we need to be very careful here. All right, so let's dig in. Guys, I want you to imagine that your wife trusts you enough and you have the eye for it to shop for clothes for her. And you bought her two new dresses. And when she gets home, she sees the dresses and she goes to put one of them on. She comes out to show you, and when you see her wearing dress number one, you reply with, what's wrong? How come you didn't like dress number two? Or when she comes out to show you and you see her wearing dress number one, you reply with, wow, that looks incredible on you. You make everything amazing. Your response, your attitude, it's your choice here. How you speak is your choice. You can have either a positive attitude when she shows the dress to you or not. It's up to you. You get to see the good or the bad in situations. You get to decide to be positive or negative. Now, I want to be clear here. I'm not suggesting some rose-colored glasses view of the world where you say everything is fine, everything is good all the time. That's not the point. The reality is that we live in a fallen world, and there are many things broken, wrong, and evil in this world. Rather, it's how your attitude changes you and your immediate surroundings, the truth is that in most of our daily lives, in most of our everyday situations, there is something positive to be found. And it matters that we make the choice to live with a positive attitude, even in a negative world. The world might be throwing negative stuff at you all day long. That might be true. The news might be throwing negative stories at you all day long. That's likely as well. The world is not a perfect place. So we need to find that point of realistically looking at the world and the situations we find ourselves in every day. We need to recognize that even in the middle of all the negativity in the world, there's still so much good in this world. There's so much good in our church, in our families, in our communities, and in our lives. And we need to be focusing our energy and our attitudes there on what is good. Paul gives us great advice here in Philippians 4.8. He writes this, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. 
So that's what we're to think about, things that are excellent and worthy of praise. When we fix our thoughts on what's true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable, it leads to a positive attitude. The stuff we choose to keep thinking about will come to dominate our default way of looking at the world and the situations we find ourselves in. When we fix our thoughts on the negative, it's no surprise when a negative attitude follows. And when we fix our thoughts on the positive, it's no surprise when a positive attitude follows. Again, this is your choice. Too often I think we see and hear from Christians who have taken that negative path. Loud judgment, negative looks, condemnation. It happens all too much. It's too frequent. The flip side is that as Christians, we should be the ones filled with joy, hope, and positive attitudes. The world should hear us shouting from the mountaintops because we know that no matter what happens here on this planet, no matter what negativity spews from the news or our social media feeds, we know that we're moving towards something greater than words can even describe. We know we're on the path towards eternal reunion with our Lord. We have the most powerful reasons to be positive and joyful. So if we, you and me, if we want to, if we want to make this choice to develop a positive attitude, how do we do that? Well, thankfully, as with all these big ideas and topics, we have a roadmap to follow in the Bible. Where we'll start here is more from Paul, this time in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. This is where Paul is advising us that we can start to develop our positive attitude in how we interact with the spiritual leaders who are around us. We're to recognize and appreciate those who work hard, those who give of their time and energy, those who are openly serving the Lord. In verses 12 and 13, Paul writes this, Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. We're to honor, encourage, and respect the leaders who are working hard for us. When we work together in harmony, when we love and respect each other, when we peacefully live with each other, not only does that impact our own positive attitude, but it also shows a great example to the rest of the world through our actions of how Christians live. This world really needs those examples. And as the world seems to be getting more negative, we need to provide examples of positive. As the world seems to be getting more divided among political and ideological lines, we need to provide examples of loving, respect, and living in peace with each other, even if we disagree on things. We also have to be very careful that we protect our churches from negativity that could find its way in. This can show up in many ways, including some that are meant to be, quote-unquote, helpful ways. We have to make sure that our suggestions and recommendations for help are not just some veiled negative criticism of something that we might not personally like or have done that way. Having a positive attitude includes the way you view things that are being done differently from the way you would personally have done them. It includes the way you view your church services themselves. It includes all that takes place in order for the church service itself to even happen. Most people won't ever see or know everything that's required. All the planning and all the work that's required for a Sunday service at so many churches. It's not just a pastor showing up to talk for a while. The list is long, but here are just a few of the things and people that are working for the next Sunday service, the next church service that you go to. Someone has to show up early to open up the building, turn on the heat or the air conditioning. Teachers are preparing their lessons. Sunday school teachers are preparing their lessons. 
musicians are practicing, programs have been designed and printed, graphics have been created, the pews have been cleaned, the bathrooms have been supplied, ushers have been scheduled, greeters have been assigned, and on and on and on. And there has been constant prayer all, over all of those people who are involved. So it's important to honor those who are leading in your community. And when you honor them, you are improving your own positive attitude. And then when you get to church, it's important to continue with that attitude because there may very well be people visiting your church who have never been there before. And when they visit, like most people, they'll be making a first impression about what they see, what they hear, and what they experience. Will your attitude add to a positive or a negative first impression? Visitors to a church may be even more observant to the overall attitude than longtime members. From the moment they enter the parking lot and then go into the building, they're usually not immediately at ease. There is some understandable tension there. A new place, new faces, new people, it could be a lot to absorb. So when they enter, what attitude are they receiving? And the same thing is true when someone walks into your home. When someone comes there, how are they welcomed? When they enter your house, do they receive a positive or a negative attitude? We've all been to homes where we can feel the tension and we feel that something just isn't right and we're counting the minutes until we get to leave. And we've all been to homes that are so welcoming, so loving that we don't want to leave. Your attitude is what makes the difference. Choose to have a positive attitude that projects joy, peace, harmony, and a love for Jesus that puts him first, not you. So Paul talks about the importance of your attitude when it comes to the spiritual leaders of your world, but he doesn't stop there. He continues on with the next part of how to develop a positive attitude with the next two verses still in 1 Thessalonians 5. This is 14 and 15. They read like this. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy, encourage those who are timid, take tender care of those who are weak, be patient with everyone, see that no one pays back evil for evil but always try to do good to each other and to all people. The main point here is that you need to be positive, not just towards leaders, but towards each other, towards everyone in your life. This is where it can get much more challenging. Sometimes it can be easier to be positive towards the people who run the church services. That's a little bit easier than sometimes the people in the parking lot who took your spot or didn't let you merge when you wanted to. You make mistakes. I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. None of us has everything figured out. We're going to make bad decisions sometimes. That's a given. So we need to make sure that we give each other room for their mistakes. We cut them slack on their bad decisions and that we're patient with each other. When someone does something wrong, don't repay that wrong with another wrong. Instead, always try to do good to each other and to all people. It's the old golden rule of treating others as you would want to be treated. When you make a mistake, you want understanding you want patience, you want forgiveness. So give that to other people just as you would like to receive it. We're directly told to do this in Colossians 3, 13 through 15, which says, make allowance for each other's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. That's the line, always be thankful. That's the key to developing your positive attitude. To leaders, to others, and yes, even to yourself, forgive and be thankful. These two are the secrets 
to this entire thing about developing a positive attitude, forgiveness, and gratitude. They can change your life. Coming back to 1 Thessalonians 5 and verses 16 through 18, Paul wraps up his advice for how we can develop our positive attitudes with this. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Those are powerful verses for anyone who takes this idea seriously. When we take these ideas, these verses, as seriously as they're intended, they can be the catalyst for the shift from a negative attitude to a positive attitude. We are to be joyful always. We are to be praying always. For we belong to Jesus, and in that belonging, there's a hope and a knowing unlike any other. And notice there's no asterisk there to only be joyful when things go your way. There's no exception to only pray when you need something. There's no option to only be thankful when circumstances are what you wanted. No, it's always to all of them, all the time. And that's tough. But that's where the transformation takes place. When we learn to be joyful all the time, to be praying all the time, and to be thankful all the time, we have no choice other than to have a positive attitude, and it's going to be contagious to all around us. Another part that's tough about having a positive attitude is that you have to want to do this. For many, being negative is part of their own story. It's part of their identity. People who fall into this group have even more work to do, and it will be harder. Because they have to not only want to change, they have to be willing to change in order to see the fruits of their choice. Internally, they have change to make. If that happens to be you, you have to be willing to let go of that part of your story. You have to be willing to let go of that part of your identity. Make, most, make, make no mistake here. If that's you, if you know you're negative, this is real work. You're going to have to commit to this, and it won't be overnight, but it's so worth it. No matter where you find yourself today, I encourage you to pray about this. Jesus can change anyone. The Holy Spirit can give you the words to speak to others. The Holy Spirit can lead you on this journey. You're not going through this change alone. You're not trying to figure out how to develop your positive attitude all by yourself. So over the coming holidays, know that through Jesus, you can be that person that is joyful, thankful in all circumstances, praying all the time, caring for people, being patient with others, forgiving others, forgiving people, and having the light of Jesus shine through your words and your actions to the entire world. You can become the person with the most contagious positive attitude of anyone. And I look forward to hearing from you when you do. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. Hey, before you go, please make sure you subscribe to this show and leave a review. Five stars is, of course, the desired number of stars. So be like all the cool kids and do that. Enjoy the next show, guys.